0: Every day, over 350,000 new variations of malware hit the web. And while most organizations have attempted to mitigate these attacks, many antivirus and firewall technologies that worked in the past are no longer effective. Rocket IT helps you identify and update outdated technologies and processes that put your business at risk. To learn more about how Rocket IT can help protect your organization, click the link in this episode's description. Hi everybody, I'm Colleen Frangos, Rocket IT's Community Relationship Coordinator, and welcome to another great conversation on Thrive Gwinnett. So here on Thrive Gwinnett, Rocket IT's new community-focused video series, I have the honor to talk to so many awesome members of our community uh, who really help Gwinnett County organizations thrive. And they do that by continuing through this very challenging year of 2020 uh, by helping make positive impacts in our community. So today is no less than that. We are talking to one of the most amazing women that I know here in our community, and her name is Jennifer Hibbard. Jennifer, welcome.
1: Hi there, good morning.
0: So Jen has uh, been with Viewpoint Health as the CEO. Jen, you, you've been with this organization now 17 years. That's super impressive.
1: I, how did it all get started? Well, I know people say this whenever they're trying to hide how old they are, but this really was my very first job out of grad school. So I graduated with my degree in counseling and became a licensed therapist. And I started working at the Rockdale Center in Conyers as an intake clinician. So that's where it all started. And then I've had the opportunity to have different roles and uh, I was a supervisor, I was a director and I was the clinical director. And then for the last, it's been, it was six years in March, right before the pandemic hit, I celebrated my Six year anniversary as CEO. Yeah. That's amazing. I love it. So, Jen, I mean, obviously, th- this organization
0: is a part of who you are. Uh, you pour your heart and soul into everything that goes on at Viewpoint Health and providing that support to the people that you serve here in our community. Uh, you know, I, I just for the benefit of those who are listening, who are not familiar with Viewpoint Health, you guys do provide behavioral health services to folks in the community that are potentially um, underinsured, uninsured, Mm -hmm. um, veterans even. So can you tell us a little bit more about
1: what you guys do at Viewpoint Health? Absolutely. So Viewpoint Health is a community service board. That is a, a definition created by law for the state of Georgia to serve as the safety net. For behavioral health and developmental disabilities, awesome. so we serve children and adults who have mental health issues, substance abuse issues, and then we also serve adults with developmental disabilities. Cool. And we have a, a catchment area that is defined for us. We serve Gwinnett, Rockville, and Newton counties, and mm-hmm. that mirrors the health department. So our we we follow those same health department lines for our catchment area. So gotcha. you can kind of think of us as public health for mental health and substance use. Perfect, perfect. Now,
0: great description, easy to understand. Um, what you guys have been doing in in 2020, um, no doubt, you're experiencing challenges with with uh, you know an added layer with the pandemic. I think Absolutely. in how you guys are able to serve the community uh, and those who are who are at risk and um, you know in needing needing your services i would love to hear more from you about what what this year has brought you all i mean how have you guys been able to continue to to thrive um with the staff at at viewpoint health but how they're delivering those services
1: yeah it's been quite a challenge so on friday the 13th march 13th when everybody got the word that things are going to change memories yeah yeah we all gathered and it's funny now because Our executive team all gathered in this little tiny conference room and we were jam-packed in there. We weren't even thinking about social distancing. We didn't know about all of that that we would have to start putting into place. But we strategized and we made uh, the really difficult decision to close down our day programming. We have day programs for both mental health and developmental disabilities for adults and we have anywhere between 50 to 85 people gathering there every day from 8 to 2. So we had to shut those down. Uh, we also had to close down all of our group therapy at our outpatient centers. And we closed down our clubhouses that serve youth after school. Anywhere where we had a bunch of people gathering, we had to stop that. Um, and, but we kept all of our clinics open. All of our outpatient clinics are still open. And it took us about a week to Mm -hmm. figure that out because we needed to figure out how do we stay open and accessible amid this pandemic. And quickly, the uh, CMS, the Centers for Medicaid and Medicare Services at the federal level, quickly authorized a waiver to provide Mm -hmm. telehealth. Because typically, we're only able to provide telehealth Services for psychiatric care by a, a like just a medication refill by a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. So that waiver allowed all of our therapists, our assessors, all of our services to be able to be provided via telehealth. So we took we had actually been planning to add some telehealth services because you can use it for in, in lieu of translation, and we have a whole clinic that specializes in bilingual and multilingual services or in Gwinnett That's County. So we wanted to use telehealth for translation service so, so that you could have a, a therapist that spoke your language even if you lived in Conyers. Uh, so we had already started that. And what's funny is we had just signed a contract with Zoom for Health and we had a training on March the 11th. Oh, no convenient. We were gonna, yeah, had no idea what we were gonna be getting ourselves into. And we had kind of mapped out like the seven to nine month plan to roll out telehealth for individuals who needed bilingual services. Mm-hmm. And instead we condensed all of that into about four days and we launched our telehealth, just a massive undertaking. Wow. And we actually used Rocket IT. Uh, we use Rocket IT for our um, IT support. And so about Probably the last week of March, we were thinking, we have a call center also. And we've got six people that sit in this one big room together answering all of our calls. And so we called Eric over at Rocket IT and said, how do we get these people to work from home? What do we need to do with our phone system to get them to be able to or to telework? So um, it, was, it was, we call it a baptism by fire, but we got, yeah. It. Yeah. We got it all figured out and we got our clinicians home. So again, our clinics are, clinics are still open, mm-hmm. but like an outpatient clinician might only have to come in once every two weeks just to kind of fill that role. We're having like one clinician, one front office, one doctor, one nurse gotcha. a day so that we can kind of uh, keep that center open and accessible for those who need us. But the majority of our services are provided by telehealth. That's amazing. That's so great. And,
0: and it's going smoothly.
1: I take it. It is. It's going smoothly. Our, our volume is down. Our volume has decreased. So I know that we are, we're kind of bracing right now because we feel like we're going to have a big influx of people who need our care. It's just haven't quite felt that wave come on yet. What we have felt is the people that are already in our care are having more symptoms they're they are experiencing just the weight of the pandemic the social isolation the fear of the unknown and what the future holds you know all of us are feeling that so people that already have a mental health issue are struggling even more so we have already seen that so we're anticipating even more people coming in
0: yeah no and and this is making a a total assumption but i i do know moving closer to the holiday season uh you know they're potentially will be some challenges yet again, and that may surface. Yes. Um, so, you know, I think this is a great segue into, um, you know, here we are, it's, it's September 22nd, I believe, <laughs> got check. And in, in September is suicide prevention month, na- national suicide prevention month, and I think it would be wise of us to use a little bit of this time to just say, hey, If you are struggling, what are the resources out there? How how should people be looking for help? Like, what can they do to help someone else?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So understanding and knowing the warning signs. If if somebody close to you has isolated themselves even more, uh, if they have made comments about feeling worthless or feeling like a burden, if they start making kind of plans to Mm -hmm. wrap things up, you know, any things like that are signs. And just... Be the one to ask. There's a campaign out there that says be the one, but mm-hmm. be the one to ask directly. You know, are you thinking about harming yourself? Have you ever thought about just wanting to die? If you say that to somebody, that sometimes is that invitation that says, okay, there there are people out there that care. This is yeah. not, not alone, and it can kind of um, restore some hope that that there is help out there, and and there is. There's a lot of resources out there, and we can share some, but. There's yes. a national hotline. You can also reach out uh, to uh, the state level Georgia Crisis and Access Line. Then, mm-hmm. uh, of course, you can always walk into one of our clinics, and you can also call our centralized access line. You can you can get an intake from the comfort of your own home right now. You don't ever even have to leave your couch. Uh, you can get an intake. You can see a psychiatrist. You can uh, get set That's up with therapy. We can mail your prescription to your house. So. It's we've really tried to make it very accessible, and and if somebody recently lost their health insurance, that's okay. We take people who are uninsured and who have low income. So we we're here to help.
0: That's wonderful. Well, and and we've got a, a great flyer that your team over at Viewpoint Health has put together, uh, just with with some of those key facts that you were just telling us right now. So we can definitely share that along with, um, our, our, video today with Thrive Gwinnett. So we'll make sure that that's a resource that is accessible to everybody. Um, but Jen, it's been wonderful. I, I've, I enjoy talking with you. I, I feel inspired by just everything that you were doing with your team and, and for this community here in Gwinnett and Rockdale. Um, and what was the other one? Remind me. Newton. Newton. So close. Mm, it's tipping my tongue. Okay. But you're doing amazing things over there and we appreciate you. We really do. And, you know, on behalf of Rocket IT, thank you for all that you do for our community. And, you know, it's been a great little short episode here on uh, Thrive Gwinnett. And I think we did go with our time. So I'll wrap it up and say, thank you.
1: Absolutely. Thank you.
0: All right. Well, everybody, thank you for tuning in to Thrive Gwinnett. And until next time, definitely um, be on the lookout for another fun conversation with our friends in Gwinnett.